warmth in the air. Hear my cry, bring heat to bear. Solis Irum Calorum Iri. What? How did the sun come out? Where did the snow go? Snow melts, dear. You really ought to pay better attention in science class. I mean, how did it? You did that? It's what I do, Chloe. Snow, sun, wind, rain. You're... Yes. A witch! No, I'm not a witch. I'm Mother Nature. Mother Nature? Then you... You made the snow happen. You caused the blizzard so that my plane couldn't fly. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, Chloe, you are the one who made that happen. Now, shall we record Becoming Mother Nature Rewind? This is for people who have already listened to episode one of Becoming Mother Nature. There will be spoilers, Chloe. Hi, it is Jess Fisher. I'm here with GZM creators Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Today we'll be talking about the very first episode of Becoming Mother Nature entitled Blizzard. And our special guest this week is superfan Easy Clayhorn. Hello, Easy. Easy. Hi, guys. <laughs> okay, Easy, how did you find GZM? Give us the story. Well, I was always a big fan of audio drama. Um, Spoiler, I am an adult. So growing up in the... <laughs> no! It, it, we, we, love, we love our adults, too. Thank you. Um, growing up in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a lot of audio drama stuff, and it was, um, it was pretty cool. And um, I was listening to a podcast directed at blind people, of which I am one, and it was about technology and, and things of that nature. And one of the guys um, hosting mentioned Becoming Mother Nature specifically and played the trailer, and I said... I have to go listen to this immediately. And I was a huge fan of things, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, world building. I, I've always thought that that my favorite type of uh, fantasy is, I guess, what I like to call realistic, if that makes any sense. Where yeah, mm -hmm. it totally within, does. With, within our own world, there's the possibility. It, it makes you suspend your disbelief even more. So I was hooked immediately and binged mm -hmm. the whole thing really, really, really fast. Which one did you binge first? Mother Nature, which oh. is awesome. Oh, there you go. Okay. I thought here. that yeah. was the case. <laughs> I remember that one was the case. And we I was could just not have checking. found a better guest. It's exactly. true. That's it's why true. I asked when I heard, I saw the email and I said, well, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I said to Jess, I said, can we, can we make this happen? So I, I binged it. And then in the final episode in the like behind the scenes thing or something, Bell yeah, mentions something yeah. about six minutes. Which mm -hmm. led to then binging six minutes, which led to then binging tomorrow, which I loved because I'm a huge fan of uh, of old time radio from the 30s, 40s, and there 50s. So it's to have exactly Annie, it. Yeah, to have Annie go back to its roots, I thought was really cool. And now I'm uh, getting through the six minutes through the rewind feed and doing Remy's life every day, Monday through oh. Friday. Pretty much, oh. I do an episode <laughs> a night. Love it. And uh, I have it, such it, nostalgia for that. Yeah, it's so cool. Amazing. It's, just, and it's such a time capsule, too, now. It's su it really such is. a time capsule. Yeah. Is there going to be a Remy's Life 2? That's a good question. What's uh, We've talked about it. Yeah. Dave, Dave, I, <laughs> when we were doing that show, Dave was absolutely just like, 
both ends of the day working. <laughs> like, gee, I remember when you called me, Dave, you're like, I got an idea for a show. Why don't we, I'm, I'm just going to write these things. Yep. And we're going to do I'll it. I'll just and get then, up every day. I'll just get write. up every day. And then like, all of a sudden it becomes like this sort of bona fide hit. And all of a sudden Dave is like, careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Not to it mention getting. for quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, we didn't for... know how long it would go, you know, yeah. what yeah. were you going to say? We did have to, we'd have to go down from five days a week to two days a week. We that did, was, yes. That, yeah. that, that was the true. first concession. And to the point right now where the two day thing starts. Yeah. 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 But then the episodes become longer. So it wasn't even that much less. Right. Yeah. So, funny. Oh. so it was fun though. And what a great actor. She's oh my so gosh. Great. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. Great. They're both great. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. I just reflecting on listening this morning to the first episode of Becoming Mother Nature. That was the first show I listened to for GZM. And I just, it like, I like cried listening to the pilot today. I mm -hmm. just love, 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 love it. It is just mm -hmm. like, I think of it as like a beautiful metaphor, feminist masterpiece of generational yep. trauma and like metaphor for, sorry, kids, puberty and like what you <laughs> go through and like the, the, the power of women. And I was just like, oh, I forgot how much I love this show. Yeah, it, I love like, it too. It, it really hits me emotionally in a very different way. It might be my fave. I'm not sure. It's one of our best pilots too. I think I, I think it's yeah. my favorite pilot ending that we've done. I, mm -hmm. I love that twist at the end. And, and boy, are She's we ever <laughs> from the technical nerd side? Are we like just listening to the cold open there? Are we ever pushing it sonically? Like it's <laughs> so on the verge of distorting all over the place because there's so many uh, oh. <laughs> sounds and thunder. And I remember Dave. Remember when we were doing it, and I was just like, I can't. It's too much. I can't do it. <laughs> do it, Captain. Captain, and you're like, hold on, we're gonna be okay. More, more thunder. And I'm like, I gotta pull down stuff, it's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole studio was like, <sighs> Wait, the other easy. thing that I, no, you I was just gonna say, easy, you work in podcasts too, right? What do you, what, what is your job title? Um, not really. I, I'm a sort of kind of voice actor on a uh, audio drama called Discovery Mountain. Oh, that, okay. Uh, that I found, yeah, and, and, and so I'm, you know. I don't even claim to be very good at it, but they roped me in and I, I, oh, I'll do, I'll I'm do, sure you're I'll do voices on there every now and again. But yeah, I'm a, an educator, worked in public school for over 10 years, and, and now I teach voice like as in la, 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 <laughs> That's out nice. Of my, out of my house. So Good how cool. did the pilot hit you overall? overall? Well, like I said, I love world building Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, because I feel like it creates an environment that you can really believe. So it's mm -hmm. it, I love things that make you go... This is actually possible. And I think that's why those Twilight Chronicles and Arnie, those are so successful, I think, because you can really just s suspend your disbelief enough to think maybe. And I always look for things like that for, for long form series like that. And I was like, this is the best thing I've seen since Percy Jackson. And it's mm. a girl, which doesn't, which for better or worse, didn't happen before that. And there's never really been that I'm aware of in, in literature or in, in audio drama and even really in TV, uh, a, a big major main feminist character who embarks on a, on a, you know, a, a Star Wars, Harry Potter. I can yeah. yeah. Buffy, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Buffy's the closest, I would <laughs> there you say. Go. Exactly. Yeah. Right, but yeah. that's not necessarily the age group that we're looking at. Right, you know, exactly. Like, and I just love such stuff a good like point. this. Well, what yeah. you were saying about the world building and stuff, and you said in the beginning, like, you can build all these fantastical worlds, but one thing that uh, we do here and that is also, that Dave does so well, is like, you know, putting the reality inside of it. So, you know, just like you said, like the realness, you know, is what counts in all of these stories, right? You build this fantastic world and then make it as real as possible. Yeah. And I think is really uh, great. 
So, Dave, did you come up with the concept? Like, like how did how did that go down? I did not. This actually is one of the few times, maybe the only time, really, mm-hmm. that an idea came from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. Ben introduced me to a family friend of his named Melissa Clark, mm-hmm. and he said she she wrote the show Brace Face and. Um, mm. Couple of other things. Wow, and, I didn't and, know that. And she had a, um, she had been writing this as a novel. She was maybe third of the way through, and it sort of put it down, and and was kind of stuck for a long time. I think it wasn't really. I don't even know if she was going to finish the book. It was just something. And uh, and that idea. I mean, we get we hear a lot of ideas. We get pitches and stuff. This one, like, really, you know, to use a metaphor, <laughs> struck me like lightning. Mm-hmm. And me, yeah. the second I heard it, I just went, "That's the best idea." And I immediately saw what the what it could be as a podcast. And uh, and we were in. And 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 then she wrote it with us. Mm-hmm. And we kind of you know used some of the ideas that she had, but pulled it apart and put it back together and yeah. came up with some new stuff and. And uh, yeah, we so spent a, we spent a long time at the whiteboard with. We uh, did. And she we flew did. out from San Francisco, and we wow. yeah, from LA, yeah, 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 yep. I mean, it's so Bechtel test in the best way. Yeah. Like it is so. I was listening, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this <laughs> is so Bechtel test." I'm a big fan. Okay, and the casting. I just couldn't believe Bella is so young, and she is so good. She's so good. I and couldn't you know, believe how good she was. We had another. We recorded a pilot with another actress. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then she got a TV show and wasn't available to do the rest. Mm-hmm. And we had already were working with Bella on six minutes, and we were like, she'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she came in, recorded the whole pilot, and then we did the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. She just did the pilot on her own. I couldn't imagine somebody else. I mean, she just no. is so she's so, perfect. Yes. So, so good. It's kind of one of those classic casting stories, right? Like you can't imagine anybody else doing no. it now. Yeah. Yep. No. Am I the only one who thinks? And and Jess will get this instantly, but uh, you know, you guys are old. Am I the only one who thinks <laughs> that that she? And first, I was like, what an incredible actor and what yeah. a great voice. But am I the only one who thinks she sounds a lot like Christy Carlson Romano because she does. Oh, I know. Yes, I, I hear that. Yeah, I can hear yeah. that. I'm actually looking that up. <laughs> oh, Kim Possible. Mind. Kim Possible. Even oh, Steve. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. There I you thought go. you would get it, and they wouldn't, and they <laughs> got it, and you didn't. See, sometimes, sometimes it's flipped around. Uh, Egypt. Sometimes it's I just easy. have sometimes like a name around. thing. Names just go in one ear and out the other for me. That's just a fun fact. Doesn't seem like the case for y'all because I, you know, I'm looking at your names on a piece of paper. So that's how I remember. <laughs> Not totally. But I also, I also love uh, Duncan Sh- Sunshine. He is so good. Yes, Rob Bogue, who I worked with on Guiding Light. And when oh. we were looking for a Duncan Sunshine, yeah, his name came up. He was he played AC Mallet cop on, on Guiding Light. He looks exactly like you think he would look. Yes, really? he does. I'm looking yeah. him up. Square okay. jaw. Square jaw, yeah. like, like just sort of like. An every man's man, like it's that's right. yeah, yeah, he yeah. does look. Like, oh wow, um, what was I gonna say? And I okay, so when when Ryan came on Badger, uh, like uh, Felix, I mean, when he came on, it felt like <laughs> like in a sitcom when like a actor comes on, you're like, woo, and everyone yeah. claps. Yeah, yeah. It's claps when he enters. Yes, yeah. like did somebody say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what was that? So so it was a similar thing where it's just like, oh, you know what? He'd be great for Felix. He well, we were using him on a lot of stuff back then because he oh, really? was a bit of a unicorn, right, Dave? In terms of um, yeah, he had kid. he was an older he was older than he sounds, yep. mm. and so he was able to do a lot of stuff. It, we had a lot of trouble back then, even still do, but not quite as much. But back then, we had a lot of trouble casting, uh, finding boys that could 
not couldn't act because they could act, but. Yeah. I mean, the pool is smaller. You yeah. know, if you think about every play at every middle school, there's yeah. 80, not 85% girls that come out yeah. for whatever reason. And they yeah. come out and then they got the one kid from like the ninth grade who's like way taller than everybody. He exactly. walks out. He's the guy doing <laughs> the main part. Hey, everybody. Yeah. So yeah. the same thing is true when we're casting. We just get less, there, there are less boys and then the changing voice is always an issue. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. also having a hard time finding boys of that age that have an original sounding voice and don't, when you listen to them back to back, they can, they can sound like they can sound like girls, right? <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, so your voice he, haven't changed. So. He had a, he's a great actor and he had an interesting young sounding voice, mm -hmm. so. Did y'all record any of this in person? Was it like a six minutes vibe or was it all remote? Yeah, we yeah, did it all in person. She flew in for it. Wow. Yep. Yeah, she flew in. They, yeah, they all did it together. The old days. The old, the old days. days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then talk about the theme, Chris. Uh, the theme. So this is another uh, Sean Pierce original who's, mm. you know, who uh, we, him and I go so far back. He's like one of my best friends. And uh, he did the music. Him and I did the music for Mars Patel together. And then him and I, he did this, uh, most of this. His fingerprints are all over this. You can uh, you can hear some of the really nice uh, like these stuff. Your calendar, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All this stuff and like you know he just so this is like classic. Oh yeah. Right? right? There's a lot more, right. the score communicates that too. There's a lot more like inner machinations of a family mm -hmm. and trauma. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of this too, you know, one of the reasons that sometimes, uh, you know, so he's been writing for film and TV for many years, right? And he has a lot of stuff that that he wrote for pilot pitches that he was up for a certain TV show or whatever. And then a lot of times either he's not chosen or he is chosen and they go a different direction. So he has all this extra music lying around that was perhaps written for a different kind of show. And a lot of this was coming from, from uh, stuff that he had written in the past that, mm. that, uh, that sort of just seemed to work together and really had the feel of the show. And then the theme him and I did together, he sort of put it together. I can't remember if I flew out to LA to do the theme with him, but anyways, it's a great theme. <laughs> it really is, yeah. The only mailbag that I could find there in nature, I mean, the show's from 2018, so it's a little bit like the questions are not so active. Are are you worried that a pandemic will hit the <laughs> in the next two in years? Two years mm -hmm. is is when's it coming back? Mm. All right. Well, one of the interesting yeah, things when's is, it coming back? That's a good question. So when we originally wrote Becoming Mother Nature, there was it was just going to be that show, and about halfway through was when the idea of this becoming the Nature Verse. Yeah, um, and doing and doing future seasons came up. I think we were sitting in edit. And it suddenly was like, oh, what if we kept this going? What if there mm -hmm. there are more characters out there? And that's where the idea of Cupid and the Reaper came, mm -hmm. um, which I and love. and, and also informed so and good. Dave also informed the ending and informed the ending. That's right. Yes, yes. Uh, spoiler alert. And then uh, so <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so we are working. We are working uh, diligently on uh, on Father Time. And hopefully, so it uh, is coming next year. It's, it's coming. coming. It, it, it coming. is coming. Yes, and hopefully, we won't have to wait that much that long after Father Time for um, for the fourth season, which will be a you already know a what real, it's going to be a real Justice League team up kind of kind of show, a real oh, nature cool. a real nature first team up. Yep. 
I wonder what, honestly, I wonder what all the boys' voices are going to sound like by then. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> like Preston, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but it's like yep. their voices mm-hmm. are going to be lower. That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> I have, have a trivia, I have a trivia yeah, question. Does, does anyone know who the third Six Minutes cast member that's on this show is in, in the pilot? In the pilot? Yeah. In the pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Is it one of the parents in the beginning? It's not one of the parents. Okay. Although, actually, I'm wrong. One of the parents is also a Six Minutes cast oh, member. Oh, yes. just right. I forgot. Who is yes. it? Uh, well, Graham is in it, who is okay. who plays I, yeah. Carl. But that's not who I was thinking of. So Mr. Cortez, the, the teacher, is Dr. Zaslow. No oh, way. wow. No way. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fun. That's I had fun. Not ca- I had not caught that one. Yep. Yeah. At the time, we were really, I mean, not that we don't do that now, but we were really recycling actors a lot if we found somebody that we liked. Yeah. Uh, For instance, Jennifer Rosell plays two characters in the pilot. Right. And we still use her a lot. I was going to say, she's in (laughs) everything. She's in every show. She's she's twice (laughs) here. She's the mom in the beginning, and then she's also the uh, attendant in the Okay, I was wondering. Yes. And she's, I love the attendant. Yes. The attendant's like, mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) All right. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Dave, it looks like we have somebody. It's not just you? It's not me. It's not Ivan. We have a special guest delivering the episode summary today. Easy, easy knows who it is. I think maybe uh, maybe ask the summary. Maybe Wait, maybe what? Easy gets to ask. Do you know? Yeah. Do you I know don't. Easy who is doing the summary? I don't. Who's doing the summary? It's not Ivan. Who's doing the summary? It's not. It's Rob Bogue, a.k.a. Duncan Sunshine. Oh, Duncan, can I please have a brief recap? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you betty. I can't do it, Duncan. I'll just put it on. Hit it, Duncan. Duncan Sunshine here with your summary for Becoming Mother Nature, Episode 1. 30 years ago, a young boy runs out into a tornado and is saved by a mysterious woman who magically stops the storm dead in its tracks. In present day, we meet disaffected and cranky 12-year-old Chloe Lovejoy, who has been sent to Morrow Bay, California, to live with her grandmother. She's driven from the airport by the mysterious Ishmael, who drops her off at Grandma Chloe's eccentric house. Grandma introduces Chloe to her incredible garden, where Chloe meets the next-door neighbor, Felix. Sleeping in a bed of grass, Chloe has a nightmare about the Garden of Eden, and wakes to discover that Grandma Ivy is up to something in the basement. On the first day of school, Chloe, Felix, and Grandma are followed by an army of cats and Oscar the Possum. She clashes with Ray, daughter of yours truly, local weatherman Duncan Sunshine. Grandma Ivy comes to pick up Chloe from the principal's office and wows Chloe with her passionate defense of her granddaughter. But when a sudden rainstorm hits, Grandma rushes off. And Chloe is all alone again. She packs up her things and heads for the airport. But when a freak snowstorm grounds planes, Grandma Ivy shows up and tells Chloe she's Mother Nature. But Chloe is the one who caused the blizzard. That's all, Weather Watchers. Remember, it's Mother Nature's world. We're just paying rent. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! That's amazing. Yeah. So good. <laughs> the number two weatherman in the Yeah, I know. That's so good. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, shall we get into best line of dialogue? Let's get into it. Yeah. Best line of dialogue. We have um, Petey Akopoulos. Petey played by Arthur Strauss, Ben's son. No way. That's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here he is. 
What's a acopolis? He killed it. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yep. PD a twister. It's a twister! I wrote twister. <laughs> that was not scripted. That's just how he talked at that age. I loved it. Chloe suitcase. It's 2018, dude. A girl can wheel her own suitcase. Ugh, it's 2018, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. Uh, things have changed. It's 2018. You know. Ish, ish the big something. Where are you coming from? Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. The big something. <laughs> He's, so he? good. He's so good. He's so I, good. Who is he? I love him. Uh, what is his name? Jason. His name. I'll look it up real fast. Jason Wesley is his name. Handsome voice. Yep. We just used him again on something. Didn't we? Tomorrow? Mm, I don't think so. Can't remember what it was. Because Ben looked him up and he came in and read something and I can't remember what it was. Duncan Sixpack. Because any old weatherman can give you five days, only yours truly, Duncan Sunshine, can deliver the six-pack. I love this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ivy Hungry. I only came up because I was feeling peckish. Are you peckish? I don't even know what that means. Hungry, my dear, it means hungry. She was so great. She's so good, Suzanne Torn. She also does uh, The Hollow, yeah? No. The no. is a different person. It's a different person, yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay, never mind. Felix, what? No. Huh? No. Why would she do that? I mean, that would be... Okay, yes, yes, she did. It's pulling old Cyrus over <laughs> yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> yes. Duncan, second lead. And now look at me. Lead meteorologist on the number two TV station on the Central Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love that. He looks delightful. I'm lucky that I kind of bounce around the groups on account of being so delightful and fun to be around. Me. <laughs> I love it. And she says, who told you that? When I, I heard his voice today, it just takes me right so bad. I know. Yeah. I know. He's uh, a man. Ray Zoo Girl. <laughs> I was just trying to be nice by introducing myself to the Zoo Girl. Oops. I mean, new girl. Pretty good delivery. Mm-hmm. Love it. I uh, bounce around different groups on account of how delightful and fun I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same charm. <laughs> Duncan voice change. 100 mile per hour winds. Three inches of rain per hour. Five minutes to air, Mr. Sunshine. Oh, <clears throat> thanks, Sarah. Uh, I told you to call me Duncan. So good. Yeah. I love the change. It's He's so great. good. He's great. I just, I also love the idea of a weatherman who's so angry that people keep complaining that he gets it wrong. <laughs> so if you could stop calling in. Thank you. Yeah. Ivy monologue. So, Principal Longo, you're going to give Chloe a pass on this incident. And I'm going to take her home to get some of my favorite ice cream. Tomorrow, she starts over with a clean slate. And I expect you and your staff to make sure she's safe and happy. Miss Lovejoy. Thank you for your time, Principal Longo. Oh, and if you don't want all of your plants to die in this dismal place, you might want to water them once a millennium. Come, Chloe. That was awesome. I know. <laughs> the full moment. monologue is so good, but it's like two it's minutes great. long. So, <laughs> uh, attendant in general. Can I help you, Miss? 
checking in for my flight to Cleveland. I booked online. You're flying alone? Yes. I was staying with my grandmother. Aw, I bet she loved having you here. I thought she did. I really thought it might work out. She said these amazing things about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bystander of the week. Love yeah. It. Love it. She's kind of listening. Yep. Uh, it's the it's the computer, the tapping on the keyboard that makes it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ivy Mother Nature. I'm Mother Nature. Mother Nature? Then you... You made the snow happen. You caused the blizzard so that my plane couldn't fly. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, Chloe, you are the one who made that happen. So good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was a late change, too, after we made the po- the original version of the pilot, I think, because I, it kept bothering me. Originally, we just ended with her saying, I'm Mother Nature. Maybe she said, someday you will be. But it kept hitting me as like, a duh. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Right. It's the name of the show. Everybody knows that. We need like an extra twist. Yeah. And that's where we came up with the extra thing of Chloe's the one that caused it to happen. It's so interesting how compelling of a, a pilot it is, even though we already know the punchline. Like, I mean, we can guess the second that she walks up and there's, like, plants everywhere. We're like, yeah. okay, her grandma's Mother Nature. Right. But that doesn't ruin anything. That doesn't take away any of the suspense. You know, it reminds me of, like, how we knew Magnus was going to come, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. But we're just like, that's okay. I'm still really excited to find out that she's Mother Nature. You know? I can't wait until <laughs> I can't wait until Chloe finds out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the, it's the uh, dramatic irony of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So easy. You got an important task now. Easy. Yeah, this yeah. is not oh, that's a big easy. one. That's a lot, a lot. It's not easy, easy. Here we go. It is a lot, but I think I'm going to have to go just because it was just amazing epic power with Ivy's monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that. So good. I love how she, like, when it starts, how she cuts him off and is like, it's, it's just great. Chris, what's next? Uh, you know what it is. It's the greatest character yeah, of all time. You know and I'm very happy to see that there's some footsteps in there. Too different. We got some footsteps. (laughs) We got some footsteps to sort out. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Okay, so let's see. We got first one is opening. Mm -hmm. Love it. Believe that's a Mars Patel cue. To oh. if I'm not cur- I can't remember. Uh, footsteps sequence. Oh man, is it raining? Far out! <laughs> These portals are huge! <laughs> He's literally so good. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I remember us having to get him to yell like really oh, loud. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mother Nature. He's probably, well, how old? Let's see, 2018. He's, there. Isn't 14. he like 14 now? Four- yeah, he's yeah. 14. Yeah, so. Yeah. Wow. Nine years old. That's weird. Yep. Uh, Mother Nature sequence, or no, Mother Nature score. Sorry, Mother Nature score. Disponia aver inquit. What? Shut your eyes, boy. Keep them closed. Very cool. Trying to remember if that's just me banging away on the piano. It might have been. 
I can't Don't. remember. <laughs> door close. Wouldn't be a good uh, sound design category without a door close. Here we go. 1440 Render Road. Very good. <laughs> Love it. It's about the door after it closes, right? Exactly, exactly. Yep, it's about yep. the door after it closes. <laughs> Jess is learning a lot. Uh, cell phone. Like, <laughs> 1997. <laughs> like <laughs> Flip phone with big numbers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, garden. Yeah. I love it. I think there's monkeys in the trees, too. <laughs> exactly. It's fun listening to this because, Dave, this was still early enough on when, I mean, we had been doing big shows and stuff, but this was a big show. Yeah. Like, mm. sonically, I think we, or at least I did, learned to do a lot of stuff, I think, in this show and in techniques that I still use now. When I listened to this today, I thought, oh, maybe this is where I started doing that particular whatever it was, you know? And then a lot of the same stuff when I'm giving notes to some of our other sound designers and musicians. It's like a lot of it, when I listen today, is coming from the same sort of concepts of this. I think we're born on this show. If that makes if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, dream. Where am I? Is this a dream? Hello? Well. Also, I realize that I just said, like, this show is very Bechtel test, but the listeners probably don't know what that is. So yeah, explain. I just yeah, yeah, explain yeah, yeah. That that scene reminded me of it because it is also a very Bechtel test. So the Bechtel test. I believe it, there are, it is three rules and most, I don't know, I don't know what percentage is, but most cinema, most media does not pass the Bechtel test. And it was made by Alison Bechtel. She writes comics and they're feminist. So it has to be two women in a scene, at least two women in a scene. And they're talking about anything but men. So mm -hmm. men don't come up in it. Huh. And I'm racking my brain thinking about scenes where people talk about men in this show. <laughs> there's not a lot of it no lot, yeah. and and you don't really notice it and it's i don't know it's just fascinating um mm. so that's what the bechtel test is and you can look up things that pass it and things that don't most things don't it just shows how male-centric uh, the world is mm -hmm. so yep as as the, <laughs> the representative girl on this show <laughs> i have to i have to plant my flag and, and notice when these things go on love so, it yeah. anyway Great. keep going all right duncan outro Nice. <laughs> Makes you want to go on a bike ride. Yeah. How many times have we had news where we have to come up with newscast music for? It's always one of the hardest things to to, to do. It's yeah, because it sounds like parody. I mean, that one yeah. I love that one because you can imagine crazy graphics. Yeah, and Doppler <laughs> totally. Doppler yeah. nine thousand. Totally. <laughs> I, I, it reminds me of the music I was watching the uh, the Netflix documentary on the American Gladiators. Mm -hmm. It's kind of yep. awesome. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. anyways. I love American Gladiators. Me too. I loved it too. Cats. Are you wearing catnip perfume or something? <laughs> Wait, is that even a cat? I think that's a hedgehog behind them. That took a long, I remember that took a long time. <laughs> it's awesome. It took a long time. More cats. We need more cats. Get some more cats in here. <laughs> What's our cat budget? Yeah, we adopted a bunch of stray cats. Yes, yeah. What are your notes on that scene? More cats. 
Here we go. Footsteps sequence, or what are we doing? Um, Just regular footsteps. Regular. Oh, here we go. Footsteps. Is this Mr. <laughs> footsteps? <laughs> Those are some good ones. Yeah. Cranky footsteps. Developing the footstep concepts. Fight into storm. Shut up! It's so good. Yes, yeah, good. Uh, weather change score. She even told off my principal. Oh, she's actually kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Her garden's crazy, but but I liked it. <laughs> and all the animals following her around the weird house with all the snow. Oh, hold on, just a moment. What? <laughs> yep. It's like interesting noise. It's yeah. cool. Well, yeah, it's like she, as she's starting to realize she wants to stay and you're hearing the storm happening because uh -huh. of her emotions. Yeah, it's very cool. Easy. Um, I'm going to have to go with the uh, first footsteps out into the storm from little baby. Oh, Because oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so the, good. The change sonically is just amazing. Yes. A lot of times, I'm sure we've talked about it before, right? Dave and I oftentimes talk about movies that we love and a scene, trying to compare oftentimes a, a scene to an actual movie yeah. can really be helpful in terms of like trying to set it up. And so, Dave, do you remember the the scene that I cut that after? No. Uh, it's the scene from Close Encounters when the kid walks oh, out of the house right, of into, course. The, yep. into, the, mm -hmm. into, yep. the, uh, into the yard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. I haven't seen it, but so it's not the same sounds. But a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times, just visually, it can be it can be helpful to be on. We're all on the same page, you know, in terms of like what we're yeah. trying to visualize, and then that tends to make it pretty strong. Yeah, easy. When you were listening to audio dramas in like the eighties and nineties, what was the distribution? Would you listen to it on CDs or records? What were you listening to it on? Well, the biggest introduction that I had was a show that you guys may or may not be familiar with called Adventures in Odyssey that is still on the air today. And it was a radio hmm. drama. Mm -hmm. it, was a it was a children's evangelical radio drama that's still highly successful. But it was radio. It really was. You'd hear them all. Um, and not just that show, but every pretty much everything I heard. You'd hear it on the radio. And then you'd go out and get the CDs. And then with hmm. the old time radio stuff, Chris and Dave might remember, you would find those and you'd find big cases of cassette tapes in bookstores from a company mm -hmm. called Radio Spirits that made them back then. So it's just, yeah, it was, it was that you could easily find them back then, but I think this is, you, you gotta, you know, know what you're looking for, but podcasting is just so much better because you can do it on demand. You don't have to, you know, worry about losing stuff or the tape breaking. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. you young kids yeah. have no idea. What <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, had, but, I had some records. I remember listening to a Spider-Man audio drama on, yep. on, oh, really? on LP. Yep. And there was a Star Wars one. And I listened to Lord of the Rings. Was the Star Wars one the one that NPR did in the in the seventies and eighties? Yes. It was so yeah. good. Oh my yeah, god, really that's so to. cool. I haven't listened you have to that. To look that up. Oh this my god. god. I, I was gonna say I've been getting into old um Hitchcock audio dramas. Um oh, cool. like on and I I'd get them on on tape. Um, because I have a record player that also plays plays tapes as well. See, I'm, I'm hip. Look at your hip. You're so with hip. The, with the retro, you know. But it's great. We like 
we sit and we do a puzzle while listening to Hitchcock audio dramas. Oh, That's I like one it. of our things we do. Yeah. The world of that radio from back then was so, I mean, because Hitchcock started a show in the 40s called Suspense that became one mm-hmm. of the biggest radio shows in America. It was for the young people who love what you guys are doing, radio drama from the 30s and 40s, get into it because it's a whole two decades where that was the only medium in America and it's some of the best audio drama ever. And they're created. producing it live sometimes. I know, live. I was going to say, Almost then there's the yep. live shows yep. and that's yeah. a whole other element of the mix of theater involved. Like, it's so sick. It's every genre too. It's comedy, it's drama, it's mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's all they had. Yep. And it was awesome. <laughs> and guess what? It was great. <laughs> and guess what? It was great. Uh, yeah. What's our next, what's our next category? Coolest thing about Mother Nature's house. This is great. Doorbell. That's an annoying doorbell. <laughs> Do you know what that tune is? No, what is that? That's the Four, four seasons. seasons. It's Four mm-hmm. Seasons. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Garden. Music so works cool. so well there, too. Yeah. Just really revealing. Um, snow globes. Whoa. The snow globes are freaking out. Glowy. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Glowy. <laughs> uh, whatever's in the basement. Where are those sounds coming from? The basement? Grandma. Grandma. Why does she have so many locks? What is she doing down there? I'm so glad you don't give that to us in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not giving it to you here either. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought about it. Do I spoil it? I'm not doing it. Felix living next door. Hold for applause. That's in, I, the clip is note, hold for applause. Psycho garden, huh? What? Be careful. <laughs> and Ryan Shanahan as right. <laughs> And then he's got to stop and wait for the clapping to stop. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's what I mean. yeah. Oscar the opossum. It's an opossum, darling. What? Oscar the opossum, to be exact. <laughs> I do love that. Yes. What's, did we find actual opossum for the... For Oscar yeah, sound effects, we did. I can't remember. It's one of the rare times we've used the actual animal sound because mm-hmm. a lot of times the animal sound, like an opossum, nobody really knows what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But it turned out to be really an interesting sound. So when you say that, you don't, you don't mean you went out to your backyard with a field recorder, like you you just got. <laughs> right. First we set a trap. Right. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, a lot of times, like so. Here's a good example. So you know when you're watching a movie and you see, or you're you're listening to any anything, and you hear that you hear the spooky sound of a of a hawk far off, like or or <coughs> yeah, or or like you know, nice. it's like a big, you know, they the, you see a, you're in the Grand <laughs> wow. Canyon and you hear like <sighs> off in yeah. the distance, right? Very hard to find because they don't actually make that sound. Really? <laughs> yeah. Or they do, but it's not quite right. So I think most movies use like one that's used in like everything. Hmm. So there's a lot of sounds like that where we've just come become used to hearing that and we know what it is. So that's what you use. But we don't know what possum sound like, so it's fine. It's exactly. Like, well, that's the other, yeah. that's the opposite of it. So then sometimes you hear an animal and is in a show and then you're like, for example, like an opossum. And then you hear an opossum and you're like, yeah, that just sounds like a cat or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can't tell what it is. 
So. Well, like on out of time when we have to do alligators. Yes. Alligators don't really roar like that. They kind of, but yeah, they hiss. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't sound like much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you can't use a real alligator sound because they don't sound like anything. I see. I see. Yeah. Of those things, I like, I like whatever's in the basement. What do you think, Easy? Easy, what do you think? I have to go with the guard, with the, uh, the doorbell. Ah, nice. I just loved it. Nice. The music nerd in me, even though I got the piece wrong, just loved that. I, <laughs> so love I have to go it. with the doorbell. I love it. It does make me want those vegetables she's talking about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the orange is, orange is big I as, know. So what did I say, basketball? Orange and that it's like basketball? candy. It sounds really I think good. for the doorbell, doorbell, I had to download a plug-in that had that single instrument, like a tubular bells, you know, like that they yeah. have in the back of the thing. And so then I just played it into the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there you have it. Next category is favorite Mother Nature power. I don't have a lot of clips for these, okay. except I don't remember which one. Talk, I don't know which Control, one. Control, you have uh, weather. Oh, okay. Controlling the weather. There you go. There we go. Give me a moment. I'm not as young as I used to be. <clears throat> Sun in the sky, warmth in the air. Hear my cry, bring heat to bear. Solis Irum Calorum Iri. Oh, that's better. What? Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, Dave, would you agree? A lot of the, uh, you know how we always talk about the various things that we find it hard to get actors to do, like the long screams and stuff? I would say I would throw into that camp um, whenever we have to do somebody that is like pontificating or like, Oh, having to do like a chant kind of? Like yeah, or like, or like I hereby yeah, command right. you from mm -hmm. the power of, like whenever we have yes. an actor need to do that. Now she didn't, she did it right the she first time, great. But, but a lot of times that's like a really hard thing to get them to do. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I'm always giving the direction and like, this is your superhero moment, hands on hips. Yes. And you're projecting it. Imagine you're projecting this to the yeah. world. Um, but yeah, it's hard. I don't know yeah. why people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, she nailed it there though. That's yeah, she's great. so good. Yep. Just throw a little reverb on that and you sound like you're He-Man. And I'm always happy when I can throw Latin in. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> uh, the um, Elixir Academy logo. Um, yep. Talking to animals, which I didn't have that. Um, mm -hmm. Being able to grow plants mm -hmm. or help solve global warming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we should all answer this one. Sure. I think I would like to talk to animals. That is pretty Same. tempting. Controlling yeah. the weather, though. I mean, come on. That was my first choice, yeah. though, the weather. That's pretty know, powerful. I think about talking to animals. Talk it would be cool animals. if they talked back. She can understand them, I think. I don't think I want my dogs to talk. Well, isn't there, <laughs> there's like there's like a Rick and Morty bit where somebody can understand squirrels and then all the squirrels like attack them because they're like, oh my God, they know our secrets. And like, <laughs> like being chased by squirrels. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think Easy and I are doubling up. I think we got to yeah. have the weather. I, think. I understand yeah, the weather. Yeah, the weather was so cool. I mean, clearly we're all terrible people because nobody said help solve global warming. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, ah, oh, too far gone. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, it's, I just want to be able to chat with my yeah. cat. I would. Yeah. Right, hello. I mean, I picked, that, I picked that one if I could still save it. Be literally fine. me. I'm like, I just want my cat to talk to me. Um, okay, for MVP, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw Grandma Ivy into the ring and Duncan Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chloe, of course. Chloe, of course, yes. Mm -hmm. But Ishma easy, it's Ishmael? up to you. I love Ishmael. Yeah, I love Ishmael, great. but I've got to go with Chloe. Yeah. yeah because mm -hmm. I mean, you so wouldn't good. have anything else at all without her journey of discovery. Mm -hmm. 
specifically Bella. She's so great. And I love that we're able to walk the line in this of, you know, she's obviously really angry and upset for a big part of it, but we see the vulnerability even even in this episode, you know, the moment where she's in the airport and the moment where grandma stands up for her is mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. It's such a good, it's such a testament to the acting and the writing. And I was I, about I think to it, say that. It really comes out too when, like, we, you know, Chloe's been mean to her grandma over and over again. And then Ray is like, you know, talking smack about grandma and Chloe defends her. And it's like, okay. You know, this is revealing to us that that you actually do care for your family, even if you're not showing them that. Like you have the cracks, you know, the yep. cracks are there. And, yeah, if we, was, and if we go if we go back to the beginning, this that whole like I had forgotten that we had done a pilot with a different actress, and this, this that whole talk about can't imagine it anybody else. Then I think yeah. that that really needs to uh, take the MVP into consideration. True I that. feel like Ava could have done it, but that's the only other person on the yeah, line. pretty much honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. It would have been a very different show. Because two favorite actors that. of all time. Or, or the, the, the girl who played Harper in uh, Cupid. Oh, mm-hmm. love yeah, her. She's great, too. She's so good. I have uh, some fun notes. I just want to play them before we go. Okay. What do we got? Which one do you want to play first? Audio drama is a good one. Okay, here we go. I forgot how weird it is in here. It's, like, overrun with plants. And it smells like like grass and honey and old people. <laughs> Very audio drama. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh, you got. The, we already did the whole for applause. applause yeah. But then we have be nice to your grandmother. Oh, I'd hoped we'd have a chance to talk, or at least watch Jeopardy. Like I said, long day. One more thing. Yes, dear. Close the door on your way out. Oh. She's. She's such a great character too, Mother Nature, just because she's so strong in certain moments. But then, you know, sometimes she's kindly a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Just like nature. Mm-hmm. Just like nature. <laughs> Suzanne Torrett is uh, is really cool. She reads audiobooks for what's called the National Library Service for the Blind and has mm-hmm. done it for decades. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's won awards as like audiobook yep. reader of the year. She has. Really? Times, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, Bryn score. For starters, school is that way. Oh. Let's all walk together, honey. Like I was saying. Except what it's except what's it missing? Sinus. It's missing the It's missing the, it's, the, it's, it's the missing singer. The singer. Yeah. It is missing the singer. Yeah. yeah. So was it created for this or for six minutes first? No, so it was created for six minutes first, and then I think ah. we needed something there. And that those kind of moments are always really hard. So I think, Oh yeah, no, it was yeah, great. Yeah. It's just inside baseball. Yeah, absolutely. And then I just wrote actor because it's a really good Bella clip. Here we go. You have such a capacity, Chloe. I know it. In my bones. Things are about to change for you, Chloe, in ways you can't even imagine. But we'll get through it together. You can trust me. Like, she had to be 13. Like, yep. ugh. Was she that young? Was she that Imagine young? her with her I mean, hair soaking wet. she just graduated wet. high school, you know, and that was five, this is five years ago. <sighs> yeah, she's 18 now. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't remember 13. her being that young. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just, huh. she's just incredible. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> well, it was pretty fun, I have to say, going back and re-listening to this so long after. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, super emotional. You didn't pull the clip of fun. Ben being in the in this episode. I didn't Just, know Ben was in yeah, this episode. Yeah, he's, where? Uh, where is he? He's when she runs out at the airport and he says, "You can't go out in the storm like this." <laughs> I didn't know lady. that was Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> uh, so funny. Well, Easy, thank you so much. I mean, oh, like great having such an amazing fan on and and we just love the fact that you love all the shows and and know them so well. It's really it's really um heartwarming and, and very cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you guys so much and thank you for what you do. It, it it and it's just incredible that you have done so much work and it didn't just it wasn't just one really good podcast, it was so many others and I I just am so overwhelmed with with what you do and how you do it and how great it is and the 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 uh, the inclusivity of it all too because I just probably told you guys this story the first time that I emailed her ever was the app um wasn't as accessible to blind people as mm-hmm. I was hoping it would be and I didn't think I would hear anything back you guys have a lot going on immediately emailed me back fixed everything it was i mean it's just a testament to the fact to the listeners these guys are as real and as as great as you would want them to be oh, so thank oh, you guys nice for what you say and, and thank you for for writing that in i mean we're yeah. that that was um you know something that we overlooked and we we're so glad to make that change i'm not crying you're crying <laughs> like hey, like can you do us a huge favor and like we tried to change it but can you just actually make sure it works because like i can think it works but i just want to make sure it yeah, works for you and you followed and then through you on that us. too it was it was yeah. great it was amazing yeah yeah. Yeah. So I really, really, I appreciate your appreciation, but I also appreciate what you did. You know, like you helped us out. Amazing. Well, thank you guys, and keep them coming because I'll listen to all of them. Keep them coming. Thank you so much. <laughs> Do our best. Got our marching orders. I hear something. What's that? These are so cool. Well, what? we hope you're listening on the GZM app, and uh, listen to episode one of Young Ben Franklin next. Young Ben Franklin. Which, yes. Uh, fun facts. I haven't heard that yet. You've so never heard. You've never heard. I have not. Oh my no, gosh, this is gonna be fun. Me neither. Like oh. oh, well, there you go. Now you have I a sign. I love this theme. There you go. Yeah, it's great. Peace, love, and obos, everybody. Peace, love, and obos. Leather patterns. It's, it's Mother Nature's world. We're just paying rent. This is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the 6 Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for 6 Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard 6 Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.